0: Love, talk, radio. Hey there, it's Dory Staley and you're on Rock the Next Stage with Dory Staley where you will hear 30 minutes of music using motivation and much more and we'll also be sharing a few tips today. Today's topic is all about social media and growing your fan base, attracting fans, and we're going to be talking about how that actually gets you better gigs, in fact. As for me, what do I do? I'm a mentor for serious musicians. I specialize in young talent and Christian artists. I'm the founder and CEO of Rock the Next Stage, Next Stage Entertainment. And next stage, drumming, because, yes, I'm a drum chick. I play percussion and lots of other instruments, performing and also teaching. Also an author and a speaker. And I love talking to young talent because they just have so much going on. It's amazing, especially the ones that are playing in Nashville. And that includes today's guest, Caroline Dare. She is the ripe old age of 16, but believe it or not, folks, she has been performing since age 11, which is very, very common in the country music genre. She started out playing open mics and country fairs and things like that just to get her name out there. And I know when I first heard her, it was probably, oh gosh, I'm trying to think, six months to a year ago. The first thing I thought was, wow, amazing talent loads of potential, and she reminded me of a young Taylor Swift. And like Taylor, Caroline has an amazing ability to attract fans via social media. I have featured her in a blog post and actually in last night's newsletter just to compare some of the numbers and things that I'm seeing that I don't usually see with some of my older artists because, let's face it, the youngins know how to work social media. How amazing are her social media stats? Well, let me tell you, as of this writing, she has over 62,000 YouTube subscribers, close to 73,000 Facebook fans, 17,000 on Twitter, 13,500 on Instagram, and she just released a new EP This month, I believe, and she already has 107,000 views of the EP, of the single there that she used for promo purposes. Wow, huh? So Carolyn has played notable venues at events such as the Bluebird Cafe in Nashville. If anybody has seen the show, Nashville, you know that's featured a lot. She's also played Merle Fest in Wilkesboro, NC, downtown Disney in Orlando, She's going to be performing at the Dogwood Festival soon. I think she's played that one before. She's also been recognized by the Nashville Songwriters Association International as one to watch for being a songwriter on the rise. Oh, I can totally see that. And she also has been featured by Taylor Guitars. So she is standing online here. She's thrown at another area in North Carolina, further south of where I'm located. I'm in the Raleigh area. So let me just make sure she's there. Caroline, are you there?
1: Hi, I'm here.
0: Good, good. Thanks for joining us. I know that you have a very busy schedule. Oh, sure. What our listeners don't know is that this girl is so busy, it has taken me months to get her on the show. (laughs) In in addition to performing and touring and writing and promoting and, and doing all this amazing social media stuff, you know, Girls still in school, but hey, just for those of you who either have young kids or you are a younger artist and you're wondering, how can I do this? Welcome to the beauty of homeschooling, my friends. (laughs) That's how Caroline's doing it. That's how my two kids got out there with their music. I homeschooled them for 12 years, and that's when I formed Next Stage Entertainment and lots of other young artists jumped on board. No, I didn't homeschool them all, but hey, I could have. But anyway... Carolyn, tell us what you are doing these days. You're doing about 3 or 4 shows a month, you said?
1: Yeah, just about um I I my days are so busy and I've definitely um been trying to work on my live performance as well. Um, so I'm playing at the Dogwood Festival um in Farm Farmville, North Carolina um this coming Saturday. And I'm really excited about it. I haven't done it before and yeah, it's really cool.
0: Okay, cool. Okay, I know I was confusing it with you. played at the Azalea Festival
1: maybe in Wilmington? Yeah. Yeah, I played at the Azalea Festival um,
0: like a few weeks ago actually. Yeah. And that's the way to go really because it's great tr- a great training ground, number one. You usually have a lot of people. At these festivals, number two, a three, great way to sell CDs, and festivals tend to pay pretty well. So you're not just going out there solo. Folks should know that you've got a great backup band, and they've been with you yeah. for a while, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm so thankful for the band that I have. Like we've been rehearsing uh, every week or so, um, and it's a lot of hard work, but I'm so thankful to have them behind me, and um, they help me a lot. So.
0: Right. And another thing I know you do is you're kind of split between Nashville and North Carolina and you do go to Nashville once a month, right? For co writing sessions and different things?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I do. <laughs>
0: good. So you're getting some good training there and and that's very important for a young artist.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: And that's why I like working with the young ones because they call me the ultimate band mom. i probably told you this before. Uh, I always say that I I help people move forward fast and help them make an impact and an income. But they'll tell you that my superpower is watching their backs so they don't get ripped (laughs) off. (laughs) Because for the young ones, it's, it's so easy for these people to swoop in and promise you the world. And a lot of times, The parents uh, may not be aware of some of the ins and outs of the music industry, so I try to make sure that I watch people and and make some extra services available in terms of contracts and things like that so that they have an extra set of eyes and also a, a second opinion before they jump yes. into something. So I know your parents are probably listening, so let's do a shout-out. Hey, folks. <laughs> they, Hi, Mom. They, Hi, Mom and Dad. <laughs> I know that they have been very instrumental in your career and have helped you along the way. Your your dad and I have been in communication back and forth, and I love he calls himself a dadager. It's <laughs> usually a momager, <laughs> but hey, dad's out there. And... Uh, it's good to have that support because not every artist has that. I even have seen some older artists who just never had that benefit, so they had to get out there and plan for themselves, pretty much.
1: Yeah, I'm, so, I'm so thankful for my parents. They're so supportive, and they always have been, and they're just so encouraging. And um, they they give me so many tips, like um, on, as to like what I should do, like, you know, they give me suggestions as to what covers I should do. I mean, I come up with a lot of that, too, myself, Um, but they're always, like, giving their opinions, too, and it's nice to have that second opinion, as you were saying, Um, and I'm just so thankful to have them um, by my side all the time, and, um, yeah, they allow me to do so many things, and I'm just really thankful to have them in my life, so...
0: Cool, cool, yeah. You know, a lot of times your parents are your biggest fan. So. Yeah, I always love it when you, when you see these award shows and you have somebody who you don't expect and they, they do a shout-out to mom and dad and they do this really sweet speech. You're like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, a lot of the parents out there, you know, you don't realize how much of an impact you're making when you're helping your son or daughter's career. And um, it's an awful lot of work. I know that I've had Chris Country um, artist Brittany Marie on and the show and her mom is, has been working tires, tirelessly to get her shows and do things and it can be really exhausting but it helps take the burden off of you because it's space you should be writing and practicing and performing and doing what you need yeah. to do so it, you can't juggle every single hat and of course the booking side takes forever for example oops. So let's talk real quick about one thing that is a real standout for me, and this is something that a lot of older artists really, really don't have a handle on. No offense, guys, but I'm known for keeping (laughs) it real, so brace yourselves. Using social media effectively. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Some of the things that I see them post or, you know, dormant social media accounts it's like they started a Twitter or Facebook page months or even years ago and they haven't touched it or Instagram they might pop in you know once in a blue moon and it's a question of okay I get that everyone's busy but it's not just that it's they don't know what to post and I can tell because they're not getting any engagement no likes shares comments or anything and some of it has to do with some of the things that they are posting it's too promotional If you're only posting, buy my CD, come to my show, buy my CD. Oh, by the way, come to my show. That gets really old really fast, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Like, it, it does get tiring, you're really right about that.
0: You know, you have to do it, certainly, when you are releasing a CD or an EP or if you have a major show coming up. But if that's all you've got, even stage banter sometimes, You know, they say the same things over and over again. And if I go to check out a band, I'll think to myself, is that all you got? But obviously, you have mastered the the craft of social media because look at your numbers. Number one, I see you everywhere. But you also (laughs) do a lot of... Yeah, I know. You're pretty hard to miss. But you know how to interact. You don't just like plop something on there and disappear you're taking advantage of the live features. Facebook Live, YouTube YouTube Live. Yeah. You're probably on Snapchat. I'm not, so I'm just guessing. i <laughs> <laughs> I got enough going on. I need to be, I've got so many social media accounts it's not even funny, but how can you keep up with never, all that?
1: Um yeah, so like
0: Basically, I treat social media
1: like a job because, basically, um, it is my job. It's a huge part of the music career if you want to be in it. Like, um, now in this day and age, social media is a huge part of everything you do, you know, and it's a great way to really show off your personality, and basically, like, all I do is I, I really focus on my original music, and, um, you know, I have, like, a target audience, um, most of my followers are, you know, um, you know, teenage girls and people around my age, um, and they just seem to really connect, and I'm very open about who I am as a person, and I just make sure that that shines throughout, and that's another thing, like, with the live shows, I love going live, I, I do it all the time, Um like every week and it's just so great I love going live um because it's just so in the moment and um it's so spontaneous I don't usually have a plan for any of the live shows I do I just kind of like <laughs> roll off the ball and um and um it's just crazy I I love social media and I've always loved it and you know if you want to build a following you have to you have to want to do it you know
0: and post consistently and everything so Exactly, and those are some really great tips that a lot of people don't realize. The problem with social media is once you start an account, you have to be able to keep it up. So I always tell people that it is overwhelming, especially for the older artists out there. Let's face it, the young ones were all kind of born with having cell phones <laughs> yes. and, and using all this stuff. And I don't want to date myself, but. You know, Back in the we, <laughs> we used to just do the posters and go out there with staple guns and the, nail the posters to telephone poles up <laughs> and down the street in front of the venues. I mean, it was crazy because that's all we had. But now, yeah. folks, you have all these these free options, but it's almost too many options. So I always tell people, Just like you said, know your demographic. You know, if you're an older artist, you don't need to be on Snapchat, for example. Or like you, you don't need to be on LinkedIn because that's a whole different um, platform. And that's mostly for job seekers and professionals anyway. But there are some older artists who are using it, but that's not really where they will get their most traction. So you have analyzed it, which is good. And you've taken a look at who they are, where they are, and what types of things they respond to. And I've been on some of your live chats, so, yeah, you're bringing a lot of people on Facebook yeah. Live and and on YouTube, so that's, that's really cool. And it's a good way for you to get feedback, too, I would imagine, based on their questions, yeah. right? Yeah,
1: definitely. Like, I've played um, newer songs to, like, to my live audience before, like, on a live show, and I... I sometimes I'm like, "Hey, so I I just wrote this song, uh and I'm going to play it for you like tell me what you think." And um usually the response is so great and um you know, your your um your followers are going to support you no matter what because um they're drawn to you and um I mean, you, you like I've made so many friends on the internet and it's just so great to be able to connect with people all over and, um, you know, they give such great feedback.
0: And that, that's really important. It helps you develop your set list, for example. But Yeah. Also, <laughs> yeah, really, right? It also helps you build the buzz because it's so easy to post or tweet something, and then it, it just takes a life of its own because it reaches out to other people who will retweet it or share it or whatever. And you could really grow a a strong fan base organically without having to rely on buying fans because I've seen a lot of that going on. And, and oh, yeah. it's amazing that people still do that and still think that that will work for them. But those people are are not real fans, folks. They're not going to come to your shows. Can you speak yeah. to that at all, how important it is to be connecting with them directly?
1: Yeah, it it does... Like, it, it makes me so mad whenever I see someone. And, like, they have so many followers, but, like, they have no engagement. Usually it's not so much about how many followers you have. It's more about how you're interacting with them and how they're interacting with you. Um, and it's it's more about how much they care about you. Because, um, like, if you have 100,000 followers, but, like, one comment on your post, after, like, five hours, like, it doesn't do anything for you. Um, yeah, something's and, wrong you know, there, right? Yeah, yeah, and it never looks good on your profile either, um, and people just, you, you'll you get the wrong intention, like, people will get the wrong intention um, of you, so never, never
0: do that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, it's funny. I do belong to a lot of different groups or musicians, both on Facebook and there's some on LinkedIn, too. And it's interesting to see some of these snarky comments. Well, you know, it was really easy for her because she's younger. Not, not talking directly about you, but I'm just saying, they always <laughs> find fault in someone who's succeeding and doing well and they'll make excuses and things like that. And one comment was, well, you know, the music industry has changed so much. Uh, the, the record labels and venues, they only care about the numbers and blah, blah, blah. Well, what they don't realize is, yeah, I'm sorry, I don't agree with it either. But as somebody who does pitch a lot of bands and solo artists, I work mainly with festivals and special events now, so please don't be contacting me about booking club dates and things like that. But even the clubs, one of the first things they'll ask me is, how many people will they bring out? Isn't that amazing? Yeah. And then you
1: they can. they don't... Yeah,
0: That's even before they listen to the links that I will send them. And then they will actually go on and they will check. Yeah, they'll check the numbers. I had a band turned down once for an opening slot. I know I've got to let it go. But it kind of ticked me off (laughs) because they were so good and they were local and they were perfect and they got turned down. And I said, why? You know, they're going to bring people out. Well, we picked another band wasn't even from this area because they had 10,000 fans or whatever on Facebook, and your band only had 1,000 or whatever. I said, seriously, 10,000 people are not going to (laughs) come. But still, that, and this is going back quite a few years, that alerted me to the fact that, though, you don't agree with the game, sometimes it's a good idea to learn how to play it because the numbers do attract better gigs and more opportunities, yeah. just saying. Yeah. Because they can see that you are building above. It also shows that you are working it. There, there's yeah, some yeah. Guys, yeah, because it's obvious from the numbers, right? There's, the more posts you have and the more interaction you have, that shows everyone that you're out there, you're doing your thing, you're treating this like a business, which it is.
1: Yeah, yeah, and record labels like look for the whole package, you know. It's not just about like just because you have like a certain amount of followers doesn't mean you're going to get like signed or not. They they expect so much from you. Like I'm not signed to a record label right now. Um but <laughs> but um I mean they they do really expect everything on like a silver platter nowadays because like the music industry has changed so much and, yeah. you know, it's harder now to make it. So,
0: Well, <laughs> not only that, because of Spotify and, all, and iTunes and all these other options to get the music out there where people are just getting a fraction of what they were getting before, now that's impacted everyone, so I think that they've they've had to cut corners. They don't have the big budgets that they used to. They used to have A&R reps that would go out all over the place and travel and go and screen bands, but now everyone can do it online pretty much. So, yeah, yeah. I've seen cases where they wanted a fully uh, produced and polished CD before they would even consider signing the person. They also wanted to make sure that they were doing regular shows and they were bringing lots of people out so that they already had a fan base. Again, you know, they, you're right. They want the whole package so that they can hit the ground running really. Yeah. And they don't have to yeah, spend definitely. as much time grooming artists like they used to. I still do yeah. because I think it's important, but you know, I'm I'm not a record label, but <laughs> I do know what people are looking for and I want to make sure that, that my, my people are ready. So whenever Anybody questions me about my band or they give me a hard time about the amount of money I I pitch I yeah. go for top I go for top yeah, dollar that, because my people are worth it.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that goes back to like the expecting everything on the silver platter cuz they want you to be developed already like they want you to already yeah. know these things. Um so and like right now a record label like isn't my main focus right now. Um basically I just want to make myself as as good as I can be. And, um, you know, if a record label opportunity ever comes up, then that's cool. If it doesn't, that's fine. Um, But right now I'm just focusing on inspiring others, um, but also learning on the way so that if that record label opportunity does come, I'll be ready for it.
0: And that's what they want. Exactly. And you're also doing a lot of things to get yourself out there and so that you are being seen and noticed and things like that, especially in cities like Nashville because, let's face it, so many people have flocked to Nashville, especially after the show came on the air, and they thought, oh, I'm just going to pack up and go and get signed instantly, and uh, surprise, (laughs) Nashville, New York, L.A., there's lots of people out there that have the same goals and same ideas, but they might not have connections, they might not have training, they might not have what it takes to really to make it happen. But you at least, yeah. again, folks, she's only 16. Hello. And she gets this, you know, <laughs> that you, you're at least going out there on a consistent basis So that people know. And, and you never know what kind of opportunities can arise from that, right?
1: Yeah, it's it's crazy um, to experience all of this. But, yeah, I mean, I'm so yeah, and thankful that's to be
0: a part thing. of it. Yeah, that, and you never know, you know, you never know when, when things are going to take off. So having that foundation of training, uh, the groundwork, a good head on your shoulders, cause, you know, again, I've told you this before, because you and I have, have chatted before, you're very, very impressive in your maturity level, professionally Thank you. <laughs> and otherwise. No, you really, really get it. So I'm thinking, man, this girl's got a good business head on her shoulders and, You you know what it takes, and you're doing what you need to be doing. So I'm going to let you, like, take a quick little break and take a sip of water, whatever you got in front of you there, because I was not able to get your tune to play before. So I'm going to click and queue up your new tune It's called Me, and that is the title of your EP. How many songs are on the EP?
1: There are six songs
0: on the EP. All righty, folks. uh, Sit back and give you a little taste of what you can expect from this new EP by Caroline Gibbs. Well, I was breaking up a little bit on my side, but I hope everybody can hear that pretty well. So, yeah, that's some nice, catchy lyrics there and nice bridges and choruses. Very, very cool. So, uh, yeah, I mean, really, I've heard a lot of different tunes from different artists. And you've got the formula, girl, that's all I can say. So good for you. (laughs) So are there any other tips that you can share real quick that we haven't covered? We're running out of time. Oh, I know it's so much we could talk about, but we just have a couple of minutes left. I mean, any yeah. young ones starting out there you want to say a little something too?
1: I mean, um, if if you want to um, be more involved with social media, I mean, posting every day helps. Um, you know, everywhere you go is a picture opportunity. So um, make sure you, you're, like, going places and, you know, find places where you can take pictures, take multiple pics at a time so you can post them on different days. Um, I'm just throwing out ideas here. Um, but um, be sure to comment back to people, too. Um, I feel like not a lot of people do this, but the more you talk to your audience, your followers, the more engaged they're going to be. And um, that's what I've noticed. And plus you get a better relationship with
0: your followers as well, and that's what you want. So, yeah. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. And that way they get to know you not only as an artist but as a person. And it's that whole likability factor, you know. It really does make a difference to let people in yeah. just a little bit. And you certainly don't have to share everything, TMI and all that, you know. Some things that yeah. need to be, you know, posted, folks, please. But, yeah, yeah. you certainly <laughs> can show different pictures of here I am on the road and this is what we're doing and, you know, just some funny stuff, too. It doesn't have to be all super serious. And I know that you like to joke around in some of your pictures and stuff. i see some silly ones, but yeah. that's good. That shows your personality. So good for you. Yeah. Yeah. So awesome. Caroline, I thank you so much for joining me today and taking some time yeah. out. I, I'm hoping to be chatting with you very soon. As you know, I have a yeah. couple of things in the works for you still. We've got a couple of festivals in place, so stay tuned. <laughs> and as for yeah. their, our studio audience here, I'll tell you where you can find Caroline's, Caroline's tune. Sorry, I've got a friend, Caroline. CarolineDareMusic.com, okay? She's also on Facebook, Caroline Dare Music, Twitter at C. Dare Music, and Instagram is Caroline underscore Dare, and just about anywhere else you could probably find her. Follow her. Check out her YouTube channel as well, and definitely check out this new EP. Make sure that you show her some love and purchase it. Tell a friend, comment, and share the love, folks. (laughs) Where you can find me, I'm at rockthenextstage.com. If you have any questions, just shoot me an email, dori, D-O-R-I, at rockthenextstage.com. You can check out my book on Amazon, Find Your Divine Rhythm, A Creative Success Formula. I've got lots of biz tips and some stories in there as well. And I offer a free 30-minute strategy session, which is by phone, Skype, or Zoom just to see, hey, what's, what's going on? What do you need help with? Anything I can help you with? I have lots of people, so if you need anything else that I don't do, hey, I might even give you a recommendation or two. So great. It's been tons of fun, and, again, I don't care how old an artist is as long as they've got the chops, you know? <laughs> to me, <laughs> age doesn't matter. So you keep doing what you're doing because, obviously, it's working. And folks, you yeah. know, get to know her now because it's only a matter of time for this one, my friends. <laughs> Work my words.
1: <laughs> Thank you for having me.
0: Sure, sure. Thanks. And and definitely uh, have fun this weekend at the Dogwood Festival. Thank you. And we'll see, we will see you real soon. As for right. our listeners, let me just say real quick, next Wednesday, come on back at 1 p.m. Eastern time. I'll be interviewing Joy Ike. She is a very cool artist who's going to be talking about house concerts and how she has built her career with those and how she uses it even as to supplement other shows. So come on back and till then, keep on rocking.